It's not liberal. It's not conservative. It's progressive. The truth that empowers. Right here on PRN, the Progressive Radio Network. and efforts in conducting this investigation 
And I want to thank her for taking time out from her busy schedule to come on Focus on the Facts again to give us the latest details on the spy ring. So welcome back to the show, Trish. Thanks, Evelyn. It's great to be here. Yes. I'm so, um, well, you mentioned that uh, so many people are being silenced. You know, one of the things I, we had talked briefly about before going on air was a recent medical kidnap of an individual who is fighting corruption that just happened. And so that seems to be the latest method for silencing people because they set about smearing him a couple of years ago. And I guess that didn't quite do the trick. So literally just a few days ago, maybe yet uh, two days ago, um, Andy Ostrowski was doing a live stream and was kidnapped. The police broke into his home, refused to show him a warrant, and proceeded to arrest and take him away, and then refused to um, uh, tell his wife where he was located. Really? Well, this is another thing that they're doing. You know, I was talking to people about this, too, that they're doing to journalists or investigators or or anybody that they don't want out there speaking the truth. If they'll kill you or they'll they'll kill somebody that you're close to or a family yeah. member or something like this to shut you up. But this is one of the, well, it's not one of the latest tricks. They've been doing this for a long time. Um, hauling people away and say, saying they need mental evaluations. And, you know, you're right. talking about this guy. It was probably about four months ago, this guy over in Australia, PK Truth, he goes under, he had his own um, YouTube channel, and he would put out um, videos on all these false flag events and everything, you know. They did that to him. They came right to his house, the police, and took him wow. to a mental institution. So this is one of their latest goals, their latest yeah. toys that they do. You know, I mean, we are we are in danger as reporters and investigators. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, as much as you see it going on and don't want to believe it's ever going to strike close to home, I mean, we it's a consistent pattern and one that ha- is what has made this infiltration of our government institutions uh, possible. And, Evelyn, I was doing some more research um one of the analysts that's out there digging up really great information came across a story from 2012 that revealed the Pakistani ISI had infiltrated the GOP as well. Um, and uh, it was Representative Dan Burton, actually, who I understand you have done many of Illinois, right? things. Indiana, uh-huh. I think. Um, oh, he's Indiana? But okay. I believe that's right. And uh, he, you know, he'd done some good things, but apparently he had been utterly compromised by uh, this individual, Fai, who was um, being paid by the Pakistani ISI and had uh, created this organization called the Kashmiri American Council that was being used to infiltrate Congress. And the um, focus of the uh, influence network were the those key committees um, on, in the House Foreign Affairs and uh, um, and also on the Congressional Pakistan Caucus. So, uh, you know, and then if you go back even further, Indira Singh, if you recall, was a 
consultants for J.P. Morgan, who at the time of 9-11 uncovered a literally what she discovered was a CIA cutout manned by Pakistani ISI that had infiltrated uh, the the most sensitive and um, critical agencies in our government, the FAA, the Secret Service, the Department of Defense, Naval Intelligence, I mean, the the House of Representatives, the list goes on and on. And, uh, you know, again, in the the GOP, the Dan Burton um, spy ring, the CIA obstructed investigation there. And if you think about Imran Awan, I know I'm going, I'm like going very broadly here, I apologize, but, you know, if you think of Imran Awan, how is it that someone can be investigated for an entire year, be found to have hacked Congress and stolen a terabyte worth of data from the congressional offices and and transferred it to an off-site server and still no arrest, no charges. It is just absolutely mind-boggling. And the only explanations for that are either Imran Awan is a CIA asset which is entirely possible given what we saw with what Indira Singh uncovered and this journalist, uh, his name is Patrick Poole, about um, Dan Burton. Uh, you know, so it's either that or the blackmail material that they've got is just that good. <laughs> that they can oh, well, I think so. I mean, if you think about it, you know, if, if, what, if, what if, you know, they took, you know, somebody took from 1999 and had access to all your emails and everything you sent on them, you know, pictures, you know, and this is all your family members, all your friends, everything. Yeah. The blackmail information they could gather, it's not on you. They track your family members, your friends, That's right. everything. And they'll use that to blackmail. If you catch your daughter or your son doing something, you know, nefarious, That's exactly right. they'll use that to shut you up. And, I, and I've always maintained, before I even knew about the Sawan spy scandal, that all of Congress at this point is blackmailed to the hills. And the thing is, and I believe that, that I more so believe it now with the GOP, because why aren't they out there screaming about this spy ring? That's it. You know, that's I mean, the exactly focus, right. all, the, all the, the mainstream media focus is always on, you know, it's the Democrats. They're spying on the Democrats. And right. They're, they're no. in control of it. But why aren't the well, Republicans out there screaming high heavens about this? Well, that's right, Evelyn. And if you <laughs> think about it, you know, even though Imran was working strictly for Democratic congressmen and women, right. all of the communications that those Democratic congressmen and women were having with Republican congressmen and women were captured. Right. 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 So, I mean, by definition, they would have been compromised. I mean, you can't tell me that they're not regularly communicating with people across the aisle. I mean, that's part of their job is to constantly be, you know, working to move, you know, important issues and policy forward. So, um, but, and to your point, further to your point, it was Sibel Edmonds, um, the FBI whistleblower, who was, you know, targeted, smeared, fired, and all that for exposing the Turkish-Israeli spy ring that she uncovered in um, the FBI. And then she also uncovered a spy ring that tied back to Pakistan, which dated 
back to as far as 1997. So these have been in existence, yes, through Uh starting with the Clinton administration at least. And they've run throughout because if you go back to even the Awan, they came into Congress at around 2004-ish that we know of. They could have been there earlier. That was during the Bush administration. Right, right. Now, now they said that, what is the story about Imran supposedly winning a lottery over in Pakistan, and that's how he got to come to the United States? Oh, you know, yeah, the, supposedly that's how he put in for one of those lotteries that where you just wait and see if your number gets drawn, and then you get the chance to get a visa. <laughs> but it's just, oh, I mean, right. I think we have documentation that that the um, the papers he got were forged, I believe. Um, and I, I have a foggy memory on that one, but uh, there is there's something very weird going on with that for sure. Oh, definitely. And then didn't he come over here and didn't he live with some people and go to high school here? Well, that's the, the claim. Part of the problem is that we think that his son, I believe Jamal, um, uh-huh. who is, or maybe his younger brother, we're not sure which, when he, when he was still underage, he was, or right when he turned 18, he was put on the payroll as well. And we think that Enron was collecting checks on behalf of, you know, these ghost employees who were never actually showing up, but he just, created these um, fake uh, accounts for and was able to collect additional salaries that way. And how could he do that? Who would he need to help him with that? I mean, this is a guy from Pakistan that came over here and went to high school. How could he go in there and set up these fake accounts to get payroll going to him? Well, it appears that he had access through all of these different um, people that he was working with to the resources that he needed and he was able to maneuver through he was able to figure out enough to maneuver through the system to fake documents and so we think that a lot and then he also had in the congressional credit union there was a woman that was identified as his mole at the congressional credit union who was uh, approving these mortgages for him these um illegal they're fraudulent mortgages so wait how many homes did he have Oh, dozens. There, and he he got, took over a million, I think it was a million and a half dollars out of the country. It was finally discovered in the weeks leading up to his arrest. But that's the, really? that's the part that baffles me, Evelyn, is that if he's getting protection from the CIA or he's, you know, blackmailing all these people, how was it that someone was able to actually succeed in arresting him? Because remember, when Hina Aldi, his wife, supposedly, um, fled back to Pakistan, she was also stopped at Dulles Airport. And um, it, we are told from inside sources that it was specifically James Comey and uh um, McCabe, Andrew McCabe, that intervened to prevent her arrest. Really? Yes. So the head of our FBI prevented yes. her arrest and let her fly out of this country. And with all yes. she had a lot of money with her, didn't she? Yes. And, and Evelyn, this is after that year-long investigation found right. that they had hacked Congress. And she was still allowed to leave. 
She was part right, of so, that investigation. Right. So what equipment did they steal from Congress? So I mean, I want to describe this because I want to ask the listeners, what would happen to one of us if we did this? We'd be walking around with an ankle bracelet on. Yeah, yeah. So apparently sometime earlier in the year, there were 20 congressional office break-ins whereby uh, hard drives, laptops, and Blackberries and other devices, I'm not sure what others were in the mix there, were stolen. And um, that was part of the investigation into the Iwans, and it was found that, in fact, the Iwans had stolen this equipment, which we believe was the equipment that uh, Andre Taggart, the U.S. Marine, who crowds his the source of the truth in George Webhead, um, George Webhead actually met back in April at his home where the devices were found. Um, and they, right. they were all smashed when on, uh, Andre found them. But he turned them over to the FBI, and now they're gone. Nobody knows where right. they are. Yeah. And so, Isn't and, that and over the year, when <laughs> they had all these burglaries and everything, that should have been major headlines. I mean, these oh, committees yes. that they're on yes. have the most sensitive information. Yes. To our and remember, Luke Rosiak notified all of them and asked for them for comment. No one would right. comment. Um, Jason right. and George both stormed Capitol Hill, went to, knocked on door after door after door. Nobody right. would discuss what was going right. on. Right. Now, the latest, now it's coming, and, you know, like I always, um, and especially when I have you on, because I know your goal is the same. I mean, yes, this all one spy ring has infiltrated our government, and it's done horrible, horrible, horrible things. But at the bottom of all this is the child sex trafficking ring. Right. And my main goal in life, you know, I, I believe we're in a fight with Satan. I really do. Is stopping this global pedophile network that is run by world leaders. That is my right. main goal, and they're involved in this, these Awans, and that is, of all the other things they've done, my main goal in life is stopping and protecting our children once and for all, stopping this pedophilia and sodomy right. stuff that's seen on our children. Well, and Evelyn, you know, the spy rings and that, um, the child sex trafficking go hand in hand. Because Absolutely. it's the, the children are the ones who are victimized in order to compromise individuals who are targets of these firings. And, you know, I just uh, pulled out some old footage where um, back in uh, 1997, I no, when was it? 87, 1987 or 89, Tom Brokaw and the Washington Examiner did reports on uh, the child sex trafficking in the Reagan-Bush White House. And I don't know if you recall, like, those midnight tours that were uncovered um, during Reagan's administration, but this one gentleman... Randy Turner, who had been a victim of that particular um, child sex trafficking network, you know, has come forward recently 
mm-hmm. also, which is a good sign that people feel like there's some movement here. But again, you know, that was 1987. Nothing happened. It got covered up. And then again in 2013, uh, the Clinton State Department covered up yet another child sex trafficking uh um, scandal, which was reported by Chuck Todd and Savannah Guthrie, believe it or not, in 2013. But again, there was a cover-up, and this was also reported because they felt that it would just be too damaging. And it's just like, too damaging to whom? I mean, are, exactly. are you worried about the kids? Because I'm pretty Apparently sure not. You're Apparently not going to them. Oh. Apparently not. But these yeah. poor kids yeah. have suffered through this, and our politicians and our world leaders raping and sodomizing these kids, and we yeah. sit here and we yeah. don't do anything about it. But well, you know, we there are. I'm very encouraged by the number of people who are coming forward. Um, Tim Hotham, his brother right. Bill, I believe, um, you know, he uncovered one of these brownstone networks, and Tim had given up hope that. You know, this would finally be prosecuted, but has tried, you know, for self, the community coming forward and really standing up in a way that hasn't happened in the past. And I think social media has been a really big part of bringing, making it possible for individuals to connect in meaningful ways so that it's possible. So I'm hopeful that... You know, we keep going after, it's the influence networks. They're tied, you know, the spying and the child sex trafficking are hand in glove. I mean, they really go together. And, um, you know, taking down one means taking down the other. So, you know, I love that people are tackling the spy side of it. I mean, yes, that's easier for a lot of people to digest and accept as reality, whereas with the child sex trafficking, that's so hard for people to acknowledge as a reality. But there are those out there who can. And so, you know, we've got to work that side of it, too. And hopefully, in the end, it's enough. We were talking about the child sex trafficking and those networks. And also, you know, we we discussed briefly, we touched on... Um, you know, Imran, we think, is involved in those Dumbo drops. I don't know if you had seen right. that about Rao Abbas and how yeah. they, you know, bring in children. Yeah, Dr. Phil. You know, explain Dumbo drops to the listeners, because I didn't even get that, you know, when George would be talking about it. But explain what yeah. that is, Dumbo and dropping. Yeah, so they. I, what I understand it to be is that these girls, uh, you know, they were underage, would be brought in for parties, and um, they would have to sign a waiver that they were of age, which is just like a child cannot sign a waiver in the first place. But anyway, they but they would drug the girls and abuse them and then send them home. Yeah, drug them with fentanyl. Yeah. And then gang rape them. Yes. Sodomize them, do whatever they do to them. Yeah. And then, yeah. And that, that's what I said. Anthony Weiner, you know, he's he got charged for, what, 21 months in prison today or something like yeah. that, you know. Which was the and I said, that minimum teen is the least of his crimes. He's yeah. been running oh, these yeah. rap lines, doing these dumbo drops, picking up these yes. school age yes. girls and drugging them, and, and then giving them to the elite to rape and sodomize. You know, yep. so he, he, that's all that shows up is that 
sex texting a girl. That's the least of his crimes. Filthy oh, I know. And he got off so easily. He got off so yeah. easily. The the lowest possible sentence whatsoever. Oh, yeah. he was in the courtroom crying today with Mama by his side. And then they said Huma was nowhere around. I said, no, the old pedophile Huma was probably out raping some child. Yeah. No, no, it's just uh, like, oh, this is the so whole thing is it's horrible. I, and, you know, it's, interestingly, Dr. Phil, I don't know if you saw earlier this year in March, I believe, he did a program on about a woman who had been sold into one of these networks and as right. an infant. And um, she said that they would be brought, the girls would start being abused at birth, like really as infants. And yes. um, the boys would get until they were about five years old, but then they would get brought along and the girls would have to rape the boys. And that was like the, they would be brought to these big D.C. parties with the politicians and the big money and powerful people. And that's what would be going on. Right. Right. And, and this is the thing, you know, that they, they control everybody. I mean, this is mixed up in everything and all the police departments and the That's judicial right. system, the judges, everything. I mean, the people handling this all on case is a joke. The judge yeah. is in Clinton is in Obama's pocket and then That's the right. lawyers are and then he his law firm, the judge's law firm, I guess represents a bunch of other people like Huma. Right. Um, right. And and yeah. over the years I've represented Podesta group and different ones and Hillary Clinton and then the and then the top spy Imran's attorney is a Clinton, past Clinton attorney, and we all think that the Clintons was involved in other organizations and helped build, yep. um, fact check his book and everything else. And this is what they put out here for Americans oh, to see. Yeah, he, Imran we, has we a team of attorneys. He doesn't have just one. Like he has a group of attorneys. This poor yeah, guy is being targeted for these high-priced attorneys. Pardon? I said, where's he getting the money for these high-priced attorneys? Exactly. Exactly. And then did and you see the Washington Post? Did you see the Washington Post puff piece on him? Oh, yes. Disgusting. And they put in the title, no espionage. Yeah, good for them that they could determine <laughs> that all by themselves with no investigation yeah. whatsoever. It's incredible. And then they tried to say that the terabyte of data with homework and family photos. Who do you know who has a terabyte <laughs> worth of data stored of anything personal? Okay, what is like, a terabyte of data? How much does that amount to? See, I didn't even a, understand it's, that. It's a thousand kilobytes. Which would amount to what? <laughs> so so um, you have, like, you're there are gigabytes and kilobytes and then um, terabytes. I mean, ter- you... All of Congress would use a terabyte. Oh, really? Or two. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you just, the idea that a terabyte, it it was more than that. I don't know exactly how much, but the idea that it was homework and family photos is just ludicrous. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, I don't know if you saw Jason and... Uh, Laurel Everly, one of the women that rented from Imran Awan, who has been providing, um, that she turned in a laptop that had gone missing several times from her home that Imran regularly let himself into while she was renting there. And, uh-huh. um, 
and he uh, apparently used her name. He was receiving mail there, and there were these outbuildings on the property that she was not allowed into, which contained, that had lots of electricity going in there 24 hours a day, which turned out to have been housing servers, where we believe that all this data from Congress was going. And yet, the FBI, no one has gone to look at that. No one. Right. And why wouldn't they want to look at that? Oh, I, they, don't want to, they don't want to see what's on there, I'm sure. But the idea that, Evelyn, that we could have this kind of criminality going on and then see time after time after time that our justice system simply is so corrupted itself that... You know, all three branches have been compromised, even, you know, where Trump may have remained independent and autonomous. There, uh-huh. I, I believe that's been, you know, diminished significantly in over the months because he's being surrounded by these people who are, you know, deceiving him and manipulating him and, um, you know, are all the people behind this criminality that are trying to to maintain those systems as they are because that's what they rely on. They need this well, yeah, network. Well, yeah, they're set up and they were rolling along so smoothly. Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, all these um, rat lines, people need to understand, all these rat lines were set up in all these other countries that they do this stuff in, Okay. It wasn't, That's right. I don't even know when it was, when they moved all these rat lines all around the United States. But people need to get this, it, what they're yeah. doing. You know, killing people for organ harvesting. I mean, yeah. that pop shop down in Chicago, I won't remember the name of it now. But people go in there, people go in, usually blacks go in there, and they're never seen again. And they're, they're not even oh, are you talking about Holman Square where in they're Chicago? Going, and they never come out because there are right. organs are and we talk about North Korea. That's the thing, Evelyn, too, is like we're being completely manipulated on North Korea as well and told about their, you know, camps and all this other stuff. And yet, yeah. look at what happens to people here in the U.S. This, this journalist or um, whistleblower, Andy Ostrowitz, was just kidnapped. We have thousands of people who go missing every year. They disappear into, you know, Holman Square. And, you know, there are places all over the country, you know, in D.C., the, the, the rate at which children disappear is, is like a hundred times that of any other, you know, municipality around the country. It's just, it's shocking well, how it, it, unsafe people are. I know it, and it, it is so dangerous. And, like, now me reporting on this, you know, I've been reporting on this steady now for I don't know how long. Now I don't go out of this house. And it's not, it, Trish, it is not that I'm scared of dying. Believe me, this world is so corrupt and so evil that I wouldn't care if I died tomorrow. I'm not kidding you. And because I hate it. And yeah. I am the whistleblower. I am the Maltese. I am out here every day telling everyone, you know, so they want to get rid of me. So, you know, when they did that bit with that mental institution bit, it was like, yep, that's, a, that's one they'd use. You know, yes. catch me out and grab me and drag me to the nut house. Well, and and that's it's when you see something like that, and you see people who are 
desperately trying to expose this corruption who right. and getting targeted, it just makes you want to scream louder because this place, oh, exactly. you know, no, I will not be quiet. <laughs> exactly. And, and the, thing is, the thing is now what I've done, and I shared this with you, I don't go around any people that I love or any people that I'm close to because they want to hurt somebody else then because to try to shut you up, you know. Well, so and we saw I'm, Ed Bowling, you I'm know, his more. son. I don't know. We don't know what happened to him either uh, that recently. Um, so I think what you're saying is totally legitimate. For, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and I, don't, I don't care. I really don't care. I spend 12, 18 hours a day researching and putting this stuff up, up here to warn people and to tell them what is going on, you know, that people have got to wake up. I mean, we aren't going to have another generation. And... I'll swing into this now, this weather warfare that's being waged against right. us, that they are, kill, they are killing and destroying the lives of millions of Americans. I mean, all those people in this weather warfare that they've unleashed, these hurricanes and these earthquakes, yeah. they are destroying these people's lives. I mean, they've about destroyed the whole Caribbean. Yeah. You know, I mean, you picture these people. Okay, they've lost their homes. They've lost their employment. You picture these people that have been in these floods. They, if they're people living from week to week on their paycheck, they don't have any money. No, they have no way to support themselves. Their jobs are gone. Yeah, everything. And I can't get people to wake up about this either. And, I mean, I post this, and I post the, uh, the email addresses and phone numbers to the White House and to Congress and beg people to please contact them and demand an end to this weather warfare this killing yeah. off half of this country and these wildfires that they set. That yeah. This is horrible. And I don't think, you know, I do the research, so I look at every single thing. So we've got the wildfires in eight states, and, and this is getting so bad that I can hardly find the research on that anymore. And I know they're burning away. And then we've yeah. got this dam over in, in California, that right. um, the Orbell Dam, that they are going to collapse, mark my word. And then we've got the flooding down in, in Houston, and that hurricane was so bad, you know, but then they hurry up and brought in the other one, Irma, over here to take the focus yeah. off how bad it is in Houston, what's happening to them. And then people down there, we're going to find out there are thousands, tens of thousands probably dead, Chris. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and people are not putting this together. If you look at the whole picture, like the way I do my research, I'll cover it all, and you'll see every area of the country, and now they're going to have hurricanes hit the, the East Coast. So they are committing genocide in this country just like they have been doing in all these other countries for all these years. Well, Americans sat here and didn't do a damn thing, and this was another thing, too. With this genocide they're committing in all these countries, I would constantly post begging people to contact Congress and contact the White House and demand an end to the slaughter of these innocent people all over the globe. But not many people did it. And the thing is, now it's being done to us. And people aren't seeing this for what it is. And if you look, no, they're not using bombs. They're using hurricanes and floods. And they are destroying the lives and homes and occupations of millions of people right here in this country. And I've got to think that other people around the world are probably thinking, good, finally. You people wouldn't be strong enough to rise up and make your government quit killing all of us. Good, they're doing it to you now. How do you like it? Well, and well, the weather warfare goes way back. I mean, it's, it's, it's been around oh. for about 70 years 70 now, years. right? 
Right. And um, it was used in uh, Vietnam to flood the uh, the trails, and it was very effective. And China actually has been using it for decades to see clouds up in the Himalayas to fill the lake because they were experiencing droughts there. And so we know that this has been going on. And I remember it's really new to me. And so I remember hearing Trump talking about how it was uh, climate change was created by the Chinese. It was, you know, it's this whole thing. And I really could not figure out what he was talking about. But then I started to piece it all together, at, you know, a lot of what you've described and, um, you know, the whole thing in Vietnam, So, and that we've been doing this for 70 years. And then now recently you've started to see uh, sort of establishment folks talking about geoengineering very matter-of-factly, and that, you know, as though it's very normal and something that is, is neat and we can use to make the world a better place. And certainly it could be done for that. For example, um, now I can't remember his name. He's a, he's a, a scientist, and I believe he's Japanese, um, was talking about lasers that are used in space to fire on um, cloud structures. And so the big scam I learned in, in doing the research was that you know, the whole thing around climate change being a result of carbon emissions. And what he just said specifically was, no, it's not the carbon emissions, it's the electrons, activating the electrons in the atmosphere. And so these lasers can be fired into these, storm that you don't, I guess you don't create the storm, but you, you can bring storms together, small, like more ones that are forming, you can bring them together, and then you intensify them, and you can direct them to a certain degree on a path. And that's what we're seeing happening. And, and again, it's being reported. <laughs> so it's like, totally normal and that, oh, yes, everybody knew this already. But, in fact, people really had no idea. And the way it was presented, is, it was that it could be used to disperse these storms. But why aren't we doing that? No, no. And we're capable of it, so why aren't we doing that? Right, yeah, right. Yeah, so... And then, um, and then we the, the whole geoengineering thing is, is is really fascinating to me, and I just sort of learned also about with Fukushima that there's a oh, lot of evidence that, that that was set off by an earthquake in, induced out in the right. Pacific some, with harp or something. I, I don't really know, um, but earthquake we know for a fact again that earthquakes can be induced. It happens all the time in Oklahoma, where there's rampant fracking. <laughs> so right. all you have to do right. is inject certain volatile chemicals into the earth, and you will trigger an earthquake. It is right. very straightforward, and we do it all the time. It's just that if you talk about it in terms of being a weapon, then you're a conspiracy theorist. Because, of course, nobody would ever do that, right? Oh, Right. Right. Well, you know, this is sad because, you know, I have been begging people. I mean, Dane Wigginton from Geoengineering, I think he was one of the first guests I ever had on this show and started two years ago. And he was, 
you know, he talked about this then, the global engineering, the geoengineering, and what they're doing. And, of course, they wasn't, now he's out there, he's putting videos out almost every day talking about how these hurricanes and stuff are, are, are man-made and they're doing this on purpose, you know. But I have been begging people to wake up. I mean, you know, Chris, we have less than 10 years on this planet if we don't stop this geoengineering and chemtrail spraying. Yeah. This planet will not be survivable in less than 10 years. I mean, some of the experts said four years. Some said yeah. eight. But the maximum... No, I hear you. I, I, and I, it's years. one of those things... Yeah, it's it's not... And it's going to happen suddenly. I, I don't think it's not going to be... Able to, for, but well, for so they many people... Something like this, you know, look at They're knocking millions off right here with these hurricanes yeah. that they're pulling. You know? Yeah. Did you see that people are being ticketed? Pardon? Did you see people are being threatened with tickets in Florida? I believe either Florida or Houston. I can't remember which, because of the debris in their yards. Yeah, it's it's horrible. It's just a money I mean, making. And there's nuclear plants and everything else. All this rubbish and trash. What are they supposed to do with this? Yeah. And then the spraying. They're spraying that. Um, oh, I won't yes, remember yes. the name of that chemical on everybody, saying that it's to fight off mosquitoes and stuff. No, it yeah. is to spread diseases, and this yeah. is what it's doing. So this is what they're doing. Well, I don't know how many, I think, doesn't Houston, doesn't that have 8 million people in it? A lot. It, I, that sounds right. I mean, I think it's close to 10 million. It's, it's because not, what they're doing, no. you know, the, the five major cities, they're destroying now. Yeah. You know, they got Houston, and they're over there, and they're going to hit New York. And mark my word, they're going to collapse that dam any minute. This is all fitting together now. And those forest fires that are still raging that I can't find hardly any information on. I have to search and search to put it out there. But yeah. the, around the whole country, the only one that isn't is right here. I'm in Green Bay in the middle of the country. And nothing's happened to us yet. But they got to hit Chicago because that's another major city. Right. So whatever they do to Chicago will probably come up here to Green Bay. It's only a couple hundred miles. So, yeah, you know, I can't even imagine what's in store. <laughs> yeah, and this is genocide on Americans, and the Americans refuse yeah. to wake up, and I am so angry right now, Chris. Well, you know, though, again, I, I am increasingly hopeful because I think also, Evelyn, you remember all of the propaganda we're being fed, so one of the big challenges in, in this experience is recognizing sort of where, you know, where truth and fiction meet because I, you know, I get the sense from a lot of different sources that, the, so the NFL, for example, the boycott at the NFL is people are boycotting the NFL because they're sick of the NFL getting subsidies, billions of dollars in taxpayer money. Well, and they're sick of finding out what they hit all these years about the brain damage they've done to all these young men. Yeah, exactly. And they're oh. now, the, now the goal is to make it about a race so that the NFL can avoid confronting the reality that they are consuming billions in taxpayer dollars while we're being told that we can't have health care. Right, you right. Know? I put that up on my Facebook today. I said, let's talk. Does anybody want to talk about the real welfare queens in this country? Yeah, yeah. The Waltons, you know, the Rothschilds. You know, <laughs> yeah, take all this money, you know, when needy people are going hungry. You know, yeah. condemn them. You know, poor people. No, they're just... And that whole foundation system, Evelyn, that's, you know, a real, that's the funding mechanism behind all of this 
um, all these influence networks because what the very wealthy are doing is paying each other in tax-free dollars by donating to one another's foundations and right. then living on foundations. Yes. Right. And, and yes. they get to hide behind this notion of charity. And therefore, if you attack what they're doing, you're immediately, you know, vilified for opposing charity, <laughs> supposedly. Right. When, in fact, it's nothing but a money laundering scheme for the very rich. Exactly. Same with the Red Cross. Yes. And did you hear the reports in Houston? There were reports yes. of the Red Cross showing up at a church and going into the church and um, confiscating the donations made to that church, taking them, sorting through them, threw out into a dumpster what they couldn't sell, and then took the, the clothing that they thought they could sell, as well as the water, which they then turned around and sold. Right, right. The Red Cross. This is, yeah. And, you know, people don't ever want to talk about FEMA camps and stuff like this, but I wholly believe in them. And I, ho- and I believe what they're saying. We have people down there, investigators and reporters down there, and they're saying that people are being taken to these FEMA camps, and they aren't never coming back. I have this heard that. And, you know, I haven't seen any evidence of it, but I'm not, I'm not saying it's not true. I just haven't. Oh, well, I've been hearing that as well, and, but I, I, nothing's turned up in my research yet that's, well, no, I, I can use one, I won't remember his name, but he's put out some videos. He's been down there, and um, he's talking about all this that's going on, and it's horrible. Yeah. It's right in front of our eyes, this is taking place, and Americans won't wake up. And I have to yeah. tell you, my personal friends and family members are the worst. You know, I mean, yeah. I was telling my boyfriend last night, they are not going to tell me that they didn't know about this stuff, because I spend 12, 18 hours a day out here reporting on it every <laughs> damn day. <laughs> They do know about it, and if they don't, it is willful blindness, and they are ignoring this, and their children don't have a future, nor their grandchildren, and they don't give a shit, obviously. I think a lot of it, though, too, Evelyn, is that people feel helpless. They really don't, like, I feel helpless at times because, you know, okay, so we appeal to the FBI and the State Department and all the people you're supposed to go to and say, look, all these crimes are going on. And then you find they're corrupted and they're not going to prosecute. So then you turn to um, the press and say, press, please expose this. And then you find out that the mainstream media is completely corrupted. And then you find the court system itself is completely corrupted. And now the White House. So it's just like, where do we turn? And honestly, I don't know the answer to that, except to say that, I think really all of this has it will ultimately culminate in a massive uh, sort of move to on Capitol Hill where people like they literally have to be thrown out. I don't know any other well, do. way. I really, and, and, you know, and these people. Like my landlord the other day when he comes over, you know, I said, you know, go to my Facebook page once a day, Doug, and look at this, you know, that what is going on? And he said, oh, I have looked at it, but I really don't like looking at it. You know, I'm thinking, <laughs> it's you think I like looking at it? I know. I like facing this every day. I know. No, but we have got yeah. to wake people. Yeah. I mean, if if people would, like, 
like you said, with the social media and stuff, you know, I have 5,000 friends because that's all I'm allowed on Facebook, you know, and because, you know, I use it to spread the word out. But if all of us, there's a lot of people, there's mostly investigators and stuff, I think, on my page anymore, um, but they have that many friends, too. If everybody would, when we put out, I mean, we make it so easy, put out the address and phone numbers right there. That's all you got to do is click on the damn button and click on links to go to your congressman. And you don't have to be nice. Write it. Yeah. Quit killing yeah. us. Let's stop this yeah. weather warfare. You know, stop this spy ring in Congress. But well, they don't have But if they got bombarded, you know, Congress people with millions, right. I think they'd have to wake up. Well, and the other thing, too, Evelyn, is even if, you know, a lot of times when we pursue these strategies, um, you know, people are like, well, it's not going to change anything. They won't do anything. And, and in a lot of cases, that's true. I can't argue with that. But at the same time, that can become a story in and of itself and raise awareness where people, you know, are getting censored or they're, they're um, you know, if 10 million people contacted the White House, right. that's real news. And that is news that is something worthy in and of itself. So I think if people understood a little bit better that it's not whether or not you succeed in the ultimate objective of what you're doing. It's just if you can advance the ball just a little bit more. And that's, you know, like you said, it's going to be our sheer numbers in the end that are our most powerful weapon against this. And, you know, when we mobilize by the millions, there's no stopping us. No, no. And and I post petitions. There is never, there is not a week that goes by that I don't contact the White House or members of Congress. Not a week, you know. You're um, so much more disciplined than me. <laughs> Pardon? You're so much better at than me. I forgive that. I'm not so good at it. I mean, I don't wonder why. I mean, I don't just post all these things. I mean, I contact them, you know, and I don't miss words. When I'm really mad, I don't miss words. I just tell them to quit it. Quit this geoengineering. Quit spraying these chemicals and killing us. Yeah. But, you know, I I still, I don't think that, I don't think it sinks in, you know, to people what I'm telling them. That your children and grandchildren don't have a future if you don't. Stop this now. I, and I think people also have a really hard time believing that others, other human beings would be capable of such, you know, crime. So I think there's also that. It's not, you know, really just having, you know, much more faith in humanity than it deserves in certain ways, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, I look at this and we're in a fight with Satan. I really do. And it's like, yeah. you know, it's do or die. It really is. And this pedophile network business, this is underlying all the other crimes. This is what they use. This is how they compromise everybody. This is how they compromise our generals and everything else to get them to go along with all these wars and everything. This is That's running right. the whole world. This yeah. pedophile network. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that... I. That is definitely the one area where it's like if nothing else, if nothing else changed, that one thing, you know, that's just the beyond negotiable. Um, 
you know, way too many. I, and I think the scale of that is really hard for a lot of people to grasp because there are, you know, you're talking millions of children who are victimized every year. And not yeah. all of them are killed, but, um, you know, they're, they're brutalized. And then the organ harvesting of these children. That's you right. Know, the organs, you know, over there in, in Syria, in Iraq, That's in right. Yemen. Yep. And they get There's pictures an estimated, of the bodies laying think, there with no organs in them. Yep. It's in Syria alone, uh, this last year, estimates were as much as 15, as many as 15,000 children had been right. uh, killed and had their organs harvested. Right. To pay right. for weapons for for the uh, you know terrorists yeah. to buy weapons. Well, I want to tell people about you know, and I've talked about this before. This little scam, this organ harvesting scam. They get all these people hooked on drugs and everything, turn them into addicts and stuff, say in Chicago, for instance. Right. And they get them all hooked on drugs. Well, then they got this, this little business over here, um, a short ways from Chicago, where if you take a dead body to them, they'll give you $4,000 cash, and then you can go over to the casino and launder that money through the casino. And then you walk out, imagine, you know, I'm an ex-addict. So imagine a coke addict having the ability to just kill somebody and haul them over to this place and get $4,000 in cash. Do you wow. know how many people addicts would kill for that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're oh. t- those are powerful drugs. So um, Yeah, or heroin, no. any, any one of them. I mean, when you're a hardcore addict and they turn them into yes. them, in the rat lines, they, they pull them drugs in there to turn them into these addicts, and then they know that these addicts will do this kind of stuff for them. Yep. And so just well, kill and, anybody and drag them over there. And, you know, Gary uh, Webb was one of the first journalists to uncover sort of that whole um, drug, weapon, rat line uh, dynamic and the use of inner cities to create addicts and markets for the drugs that they were using to buy weapons for the Contra. And Gary Webb was killed. He was found with two bullets in his head, and it was ruled a suicide. Right, right. That's what they always do then, these, these suicides. Or now it's heart yes. attacks because they can give right. people heart attacks. So when right. you see these young people dying all of a sudden of heart attacks out of clear blue, well, think again. They didn't die of right. a heart attack. Yeah, Udo Wolfcott, oh. I don't know if you know him. He's that German editor who had written a book about how the CIA had co-opted all of Western media and yeah. uh, and that uh, journalists regularly reported CIA propaganda as fact. And right. he said himself that he he was not concerned about speaking out because he was not married and he was relatively healthy and had no children. And literally months after he had been doing all of his interviews in January of this year, he died of a quote-unquote heart attack. Right, right. Right. And he was, he, came, he was very honest and thorough in his confession and admitted, you know, that he did this too to start wars. That they yes. Constantly yes, very put out this propaganda to start wars and that, that he finally realized that this is horrible, you know, and I've been involved in it and stopped. But he was found dead then too. Yeah. Yeah. You, you go up against them and you're going to be dead, you know. Yep. <laughs> it's incredible. It really is. It really but we gotta is. keep fighting. We gotta keep. There's we no keep other option. We're fighting on until the bitter end. You know, it's either death or stop this. I don't care which. 
you know, I'm with you. <laughs> this is against the devil, and I'm fighting to the bitter. And, you know, people are getting sick of these sick satanic celebrities, too. Have you noticed that? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Madonna, Madonna came out with an album, and only 4,000 people bought it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love it. And then the <laughs> Emmys had the lowest uh, lowest turnout for watching it ever. Oh, that's We're sick awesome. of seeing this satanic filth in our faces constantly. Yeah. The spell you know, is breaking, Evelyn. The spell is breaking. Pardon? The spell. The spell is breaking? That, yes. Yeah. I yeah. believe it is. Thank God. I mean, I mean, I couldn't believe it. I didn't watch TV and stuff. And when I seen what they had on TV when I started watching it again like six years ago, I could not believe what they had on TV for our little kids to be watching. Yeah, it's such garbage. Just, oh, it's horrible, horrible. And, the, and then learning about the Disney how perverted that is, and we were all raised on Disney. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. (laughs) My favorite one, Peter Pan, and then they show the the video slowed down where Pecker drops out when he's flying. Yeah. So this is the subliminal things they were doing to us kids, even in the 50s. Yeah. Uh, We're going to hold into perverts. (laughs) (laughs) Starting them at work. And now the transgender business, that's another thing that I'm so fed up with, I'm not putting up with that anymore, them pushing this yeah, on I, our little kids, twisting their minds about their say, sexuality and identity. Yeah, my kids came home and told me that there was, they were being taught there was a gender spectrum, and that really, I oh. was speechless when they said that. They were furious about it, because they thought oh. it was just the most ridiculous thing they'd ever heard. <laughs> well, thank you, Trish, for coming on again. And, it's um, been great. Contributing so much to the conversation. So we'll see you again maybe next week, okay? Okay, Evelyn. I'm okay. I'll see you soon. Bye, Bye. everybody. We'll see you next week. Get older. Peace and peace and